Hello? Tove. It's me. What's up, buddy? Oh, hey, man. Come on in. Chris? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, buddy. It is that time of year, dude. Close down the books. Shut down the computer. We're going to the bar. Let's do it right now. GBI Christmas party. It's already started. Let's go. Are you saying it's time to stop working and it's time for our Christmas party? Dude, as Lord Fezziwig made Ebenezer Scrooge shut the books, so shall you shut your books and mouth and join me in the <laughs> Gravity Beer Christmas party. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, buddy. Well, like we did last year, we're heading over to the GBI bar where this year, though, Clay Groves of the Fish Nerds podcast, he has agreed, uh, he has graciously agreed to tend bar for our Christmas party. Isn't that cool? That is cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. What a great surprise. I know. He said he actually, he came to me and was like, hey, man, I'd like to do this for the party. Would you, would you mind doing this? I said, dude, of course. So Clay Groves, the man of a thousand jobs, <laughs> the man of a thousand talents, the man of a thousand everything that's awesomes. Yeah. That Clay Groves. Yeah, every time he posts something in our group saying, hey, here's a new thing I'm doing, I always get super jealous. I know, dude. I haven't, I've wanted to bike bartend my whole life, you know, just I wanted to sling some booze, you know. Anyway, you know, on the way over there, we're going to see Clay Groves and we're going to take today, Chris, this year, we're going to be taking the Wagon Queen family truckster to the bar. Do you know what car that is? Of course. Made famous by uh, Clark Griswold as he went to pick up the Griswold family Christmas tree. This is his four-cylinder sleigh, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, listen, I know you're not much of a drinker and you don't do the nog, um, but what holiday beverage are you going to be enjoying this year? What's your holiday Mm. cheer? You know, I think I'll just go with, uh, I'll probably just go with a mule. That sounds delicious. Ooh, uh, now a regular mule or like a gin mule? (sighs) You know, I recently had a blueberry mule, which I'd never had before. But I think this time I'm going to go back to a, an earlier tricked up mule that I had that I really liked. And I'm going to go with the coconut mule. A coconut mule. You know, I've not had one of those and I really want to try one now because, you know, I love A, alcohol, B, coconuts, and, and three, mixing them all together. Oh, yeah. No, a coconut mule is delish. Yeah. Where did you get that? Uh, some random fish place here in town. No kidding. Maybe, maybe yeah. Clay hook it up because he's a fish nerd. <laughs> right? Yeah. See? See how that all just came together? Bam. There's no way that Keith Gallick could pull that off on the pop-up film cast. No way, dude. Our segues here are legendary. <laughs> Legend? <laughs> Wait, Wait for, for it. it. Dairy. <laughs> no, but you don't do dairy. Boom. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> Another segue. In your face, Keith. <laughs> well, since you asked, I'm going to be having a new beverage that I just got. It's, uh, it's going to be made with screwball peanut butter whiskey. Mixed with a bit of uh, Javalia chocolate liqueur. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. It tastes like a salted caramel, like chocolate covered pretzel. I might want to change my order. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's delicious. And it's served, uh, the whiskey served neat is is undeniably phenomenal. So Yeah, for sure. Well, good. We'll, we'll, we'll order that from Clay. Um, I'm sure he'll have that up in no time because he is bartender extraordinaire. Um, and to, again, to continue the tradition, buddy, let's find ourselves a table. And I think our party is waiting for us. Who is your celebrity plus one that you brought? Who Who's joining us for dinner? I think I'm going to bring along John Mulaney, one of my favorite comedians today. Okay. Okay. Now let's r- quick recap. Last year we had Lars Ulrich and Tim Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. 
Well, uh, John, I was about to say young writers. John's not exactly young. He's probably in his 30s at this point, but he's still one of the most brilliant comedy writers out there today. So I'm happy to have him along. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be great. Well, you know what? I'm going to be um, bringing famed sports broadcaster Jim Brockmeyer. <laughs> Dang it, I should have brought Bob Costas. <laughs> oh, his mortal enemy? Yeah, that would have been terrible, dude. <laughs> well, you know, not, not for us. <laughs> Grab your popcorn. <laughs> Oh man, there is there is footage of of Bob Costas and Jim Brockmeyer having at it, and it is golden. Um, you know, but for those of you know, people may not know who Jim Brockmeyer is, so I brought a little clip of him, and I'm going to set it up here. Um, Jim Brockmeyer was a famed sports broadcaster. His wife cheated on him, unfortunately. And, oh, jeez, uh, that's yeah. terrible. And he caught he caught them in the act of. Uh, of, of you know of, of her cheating so he kind of loses it on the air and you know he he had a tough go he was you know i think he was narrating cockfights in south america but you know he came back but one thing that always stuck true uh, or stayed true with him is that you know a real sports broadcaster always gives the count okay no matter what happens it could be anything they always give the count at the end so this is kind of an example of him during a low point but while still kind of giving the count so why don't you go ahead and play this play the clip I can't wait to hear this. On the air in the middle of the baseball broadcast, like, hey, for you kids watching at home, a strap-on is what mommies use to penetrate daddies. Johnson swings and misses at a breaking ball 0-2. <laughs> uh, you never lose the rhythm of no, the no, game. He, he, it's a he great scene. Yeah. He continues to call the game uh, until he's just reduced to a puddle on the floor and then is thrown out of baseball, uh, as you might imagine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, so you know, but dude, he's a he's a true professional. He never loses the count, ever. <laughs> but if you're gonna get thrown out of baseball, that's a spectacular way to do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all it, all it takes is you know to to walk in on your wife cheating on you with several large gentlemen. Yeah, jeez. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is gonna be a great night, dude. I I think we're gonna have a, a lot of fun. Next summit. As we normally do, this is a, a celebration. So we have a couple things to celebrate. First of all, we have a new member. We sure do. And that new member is Joey Ridenauer. I think my favorite thing about him joining us is how he joined us. And tell us about that. I, I accidentally uh, tagged him in a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so in, interns come to us in many different ways. <laughs> they do, From all walks of life. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes they get accidentally tweeted and, but, and they know, end up as... As an intern, the the thing is is that he's the very definition of GBI material because after getting tagged in a tweet, he then ended up joining the group in spectacular fashion. Well, and almost immediately, I mean, yeah. when, once he realized what we were up to, he's like, "Oh, I want to be part of that," which we, which we really appreciate, of course. Yeah, no, one hundred percent, and it's it's great to have him here. And you know, again, that that story is is second to none. So you know, congratulations on this happenstance joining and. Thank you for staying around and contributing the way that you do. That's awesome. Absolutely. Next summit. Well, again, continuing with the celebrations, it's Christmas, and there are some December birthdays, dude. How can you, I mean, can you imagine having a birthday in December, the greatest month of the year? The most joyous of the 12 months. (laughs) Joyful and triumphant. (laughs) And Adam, isn't your birthday in December? No, man, I know. I was preparing the notes, and I I realized that it's not my birthday this month. Ah. No, I know, I know. And I just want you to know that I'm I'm on the verge of giving this up, 
guessing when your birthday is, but I haven't given up yet. Well, it's you, you're not like LeBron. You don't give up on things very easily. No, I, I do not quit. And one thing I'm not going to quit on, despite all the disappointment and all the failure, is that I'm going to keep trying to guess when your birthday is. I respect that, you know, and I think that you've already been a part of the Gravity Beard team for a lot longer than he was a member of the Miami Heat, so, or any other <laughs> basketball organization, so, you know, that's just par for the course when you're with Toph, dude. He does not quit on you. He does not I quit don't give you. up. Nope. Nope. I'm like a, rab- I'm like a rabid dog. <laughs> you know, if he catches your leg, the best advice is to just let him finish his business. <laughs> <laughs> just look the other way. <laughs> yeah. Pretend none of this is happening. But uh, so back to the birthdays, though, we got several birthdays. Let's let's check them out, dude. So on the fifth, we have John McKay of Catharsis in episode 100. Yes, he's good for a rant. If you ever need a rant, just uh, reach out to John. That is 100% true. And he also knows the most awkward soups, the most offensive soups, actually. Boy, he does. I thought we'd identified them. And then he came over the top with three way more offensive soups. So I pulled, uh, when I told people about the poll, I pulled some local people that I was standing with and I said, what's the most offensive soup? We all agreed it was a gazpacho. I said, you, you would have been right until you know about <laughs> shark fin <laughs> soup. Okay. <laughs> and then turtle soup. And then whatever third one he came up with it, I was like, golly, that's way more offensive. <laughs> I know. How many offensive soups are there? Well, he's got them all three. There they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the answer is three. And if you want to know what they are, ask John. But yeah, or listen to our episode. Or, and be sure and say happy birthday to him. Right. On the fifth. Other than that, don't say happy birthday to him. That's correct. On the tenth, we have Derek Graziano of Rolling Misadventures. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah, dude. The best. On the fourteenth, we got Chris Rigolo, who you've known since high school. Uh, I, I no, no no I've I've known him since he was in high school. That's right. That's right. You that that is correct. I I have my notes. In case we have listeners that are familiar with the Young Life organization, I met uh, Chris through Young Life when he was in high school. Which brings me to my next point of order is that you're not wearing your Young Life shirt to record, and that makes me upset. That's because it's wintertime, and that's a t-shirt. You know what, man? I don't know what to do with this cold weather here. It's still cold. Usually I get one cold day in Miami, and that's it. Like, it's still cold right now. I don't know. I don't even know what to do. Okay. <laughs> it might even be cold tomorrow. Dude, I, I hate to... <laughs> Yeah, don't even bring that up because I don't know what to do. I don't have any clothes. I have no winter clothes. <laughs> I have a hat. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Chris, he founded the Noble Ray Brewing Company and is now a brewery consultant for craft yes. brewer, beer brewers in Dallas, which is dope. Yeah. How fun is that? Yeah. I didn't know I could do that when I was a kid. That I could grow up and be like a beer brewer. Yeah. Well, Chris is doing it. He's living the dream. Yeah. For all of us. So, mm-hmm. um, on the 21st, we have Alan Nolte of Smell Tom Famous. On the 22nd, we have John Cummins, Chelsea's very tall brother-in-law. So tall. He's so tall. How tall? I don't know exactly. Maybe 6'5". So you did a cursory measurement? I just kind of looked up and said, you're way taller than me, and I just guessed 6'5". And then you immediately hated him. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, hey, you're like t- twice as tall as me, and that's <laughs> a bummer for me. So another secret superpower that I have is I can guess people's height if they're 6'4 or 6'5. <laughs> it's really weird. Also, the other thing you need to know about John is that he's an incredibly nice person. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's important to know. So the fact that you guys are mortal enemies is just related to height. Yeah, totally. The only thing I resent about him is his height. Okay. Otherwise, otherwise he's he's a lovely individual. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, you take the good with the bad, I guess. For sure. It's the facts of life. Yeah. So I met a guy who was 6'8 once. And I was like, dude, that's so cool. I wish I was 6'8. And he looked at me. He goes, no, you don't, man. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Real quick, without getting bogged down, what's the perfect height? 6'2. 
oh, I was gonna say six one, but I'll take six mm, two. Yeah, I think those are the two the two perfect heights. I agree. Good question. Let's poll the audience. Um, and finally, to round out this wonderful holiday season is Kristen Gerst, an original member of your improv group, Funny Jumbo. That's right. Oh, and and, and she is so very very funny. She's a just, she's just ne- she didn't need any improv. She needed improv uh, tr- training to do improv, but she was already v- already very naturally. She funny. just needed like a resume point. <laughs> she actually didn't. She has a vast and impressive resume. Really? Yeah, she's a very smart and very ambitious person. Oh, I hate people like that. Yeah, she's the worst. <laughs> that always <laughs> reminds me of how much I've failed in life. <laughs> and around the holidays, <laughs> her successes definitely mean my failures. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Next summit. Well, you know, that was a, a great way to, to start our conversation here. So, Chris, I had to ask you, do you remember our karaoke bar from last year? I do. I'm fondly. I remember it fondly. Right? It was so much fun to, to go through that. Um, so I had that lined up again this year. But unfortunately, the karaoke machine broke last minute. So oh. yeah, so it was it was irreparable. So I had to call in another Christmas act to fulfill the entertainment for our party. I mean, I wasn't nice. just like nothing go right, right. So I got this group called A Merry Minor Christmas, which might sound kind of inappropriate. <laughs> nope. But actually, it just reflects on the fact that all of these perennial favorites are played in a minor key. So um, they're about to play their first tune. And uh, let's let's take a listen. Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna, I look forward to this. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the sky look down where he lay. Jesus asleep in the hay. Nice. Dude. I mean, how cheerful and uplifting, right? Isn't this amazing? And Acapulco, too. <laughs> Acapulco? <laughs> yeah. There's no instruments, isn't it? Right? Acapella? Yep. <laughs> Do you remember the show Carmen, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? And they had a group called yes, Acapella? But- <laughs> I remember the show, but I never watched it. Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was a great show, but that, that was a very powerful version of that song. So it's super deep, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I liked it. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, so I mean, hey, you know, we'll, maybe we'll have a, a stable of artists we have for our Christmas, you know, our Christmas parties. Well, that's that's off to a great start. Yeah, I think so too. Come and get it. I, I feel like with all this merriment, though, I'm getting a little hungry. So we should definitely get some food. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Okay. Well, so I thought you might say that because who doesn't want food? And I decided that since this is the holidays, we should not only look forward in our lives to the new year, but look back on some of the Christmas traditions and foods that people have had across the world at our holiday party. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. Okay. So I, I, I've prepared, uh, I, I've hand-selected this menu, and then I'd like to hear what your order is at the end. Okay. So you're going to give me the whole menu, and then I'm going to order from the menu. That's right. Right? So we'll go okay. through these quickly because there are a lot of options. So you want me to wait till the end of the menu, and then I'll make my selections. Well, yeah, but you can chime in. 
if you have questions. Okay. Okay. All right. So the first one was brought to you by Medieval Europe, and it's peacock meat. Ooh. I mean, that's a delicacy. Okay. Moving on to the next option, this is going into the main courses, is what's called kiviak. And what this is, is it's birds preserved inside of a hollowed out seal. It's a traditional dish in Greenland. I'm sorry, say that combination of words again. Yes, I'm uh, no problem. It's birds preserved inside of a hollowed out seal from Greenland. Huh, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, Luke Skywalker in a tauntaun, but birds <laughs> right. inside of a hollowed out seal. So, uh, to, to, for the p- purpose of being preserved. That's right. That's okay, right. I got yeah. I'm with you. No. Okay. okay. So, this is a, one of the dessert options. It's called 12th cake. This was served in the 18th and 19th century. And, and this is where a single dried bean and single dried pea were cooked in the dish. And whoever found the bean was considered the king for a night, and whoever found the pea was the queen. Isn't that neat? Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, so it's a it's a very, you know, it's a kind of a, you know, universal d- dessert. And it was called 12... 12th cake. 12th cake. Yep. I like that a lot. Yep. I knew when you said 12, I wanted it. That's right. It's a good number. It is a good number. So... Right, the next one is one that is uh, was primarily popular in the '60s. It is a vegetable, <clears throat> a vegetable and tuna gelatin, which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, okay, all right. right. Some people say that dessert needs to, st- or that dish needs to stay in the '60s where it originated. <laughs> all right, I might be one of those people. <laughs> As brought to you by Chris. <laughs> okay, next we have you know your classic goose pie. And now this was served in the late 18th century. It often contained goose, rabbit, turkey, and duck all together. That actually sounds interesting. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, I might I might try that. Okay. Now, before you make your selections though, you do I know this the, this next one is is one of your favorites. Please say the word aspic. That's the other one that I have for you. Um, okay. This one okay. is a uh, is a sheep's head. Sheep's head. Whole sheep's head. Ugh. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, this was formerly a poor man's dish and is now considered a delicacy. Kind of like lobster here in the United States, except it's, it's, it's sheep's head. So this one is called Smala Havel, and it is a whole sheep's head and is popular with the Norwegians. Uh, I want nothing to do with that. Uh, are you sure? Because, I mean, I could have sworn you said, Adam, I can't wait for this year's Christmas sheep's head. Uh, I, I, I've never said that, and I didn't say it recently either. Hmm. That sounds terrible. Man, I could have sworn. All right, well, maybe the next item will be good for you. Okay. This one's fried caterpillars. This is an old uh, South uh, African... Uh, well, I mean, well, hold on. Let me let me finish. You might like it. Okay, it's an old South African tradition, which fries these emperor moths to a crisp for a snack during the holidays. It'd be a good appetizer. What do you think? Um, Like, if you put them in a bowl, do they look a little bit like potato chips? Nope. I'm probably out. Hmm. Can you dip them in ranch dip? Yes, of course. I'm back in. All right. And we probably want the salt in it, like you said, so that'd be good. For sure. Okay. Okay. So we got a couple more. Um, the next one is more where you're looking at. It's a jellied confetti chicken. Yes, I'm in. Okay. 100%. It's a, yeah. It's a 1950s gelatin dish, which is a mix of veggies, mayo, chicken, and lemon juice, jellied, and topped with a heavy cream to make it look like snow. <laughs> is tiff gonna prepare this oh 100 she's got all of these on the menu i mean like obviously then a hundred percent in fact i want all of that and i will be sharing it with no one yeah 
Well, I, I, I assume that might happen, so I had her made an extra portion for you. I will have, yes, uh, yes. I will be eating a full portion of that, especially if Tiff is is preparing it. Yeah, for sure. And you know, she's got great photography of her food as well, so it'll be a yes, great picture. The, the it'll best. look delicious. <laughs> it will look delicious. Okay, we're down to our last two items here, and then we can have you select your menu items. Um, this one's called Shrimp on a Christmas Tree. This is another favorite <laughs> from the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's very simply sprigs of parsley woven into a wire mesh screening onto a styrofoam <laughs> cone, then stuffed with shrimp and green olives. It's delicious, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> you know, what? I've got one word for you to describe that dish. Uh huh. Unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to say ridiculous deliciousness. <laughs> okay two words (laughs) Uh, well i won't be eating the olives because those are disgusting but i will definitely be eating shrimp off of off of a display like that there's no question (laughs) off a christmas tree yes (laughs) yes festive and delicious okay so that brings (laughs) us to our last dish on the menu so this is again a curated menu specifically for your needs and your wants Mm-hmm. And this is another favorite of the Norwegians. This is called dried whitefish. Now, this is dried codfish drenched in a lye solution for several days. It's then baked, fried, soaked, and dried again. Dried whitefish. That sounds amazing, actually. It does. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that, that's another thing. Well, I'll, I'll be hoarding quite a bit of it and, and just eating it until I'm sick. Yeah, I think anything drenched in a lye solution is going to be, you know, really delicious. If there's anything the Norwegians know, it's fish, right? Like, you're not going to question them on their fish. <laughs> That's right. And, you, <laughs> you know, you get the players, you know, they're, t- you know, they're the tools of the trade. They, they've got it done. That's right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that, that brings you to the, the end of the menu. Um, what, are you, what, are you, what are you feeling tonight? What do you want to order? <sighs> Am I limited on how many things I get to choose? Of course not. This is the gravity beard, man. I mean, I would say there's only a couple of things I'm not going to eat. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to eat the sheep's head. <sighs> Definitely not. I, I will try. I'll try the. Was the caterpillar? Well, the, caterpillar? the fried caterpillars. Yeah. I'm going to try those, but I'm. That's. I'm just going to give them a taste because I'm curious. I might be eating everything else. That's a delicious menu, and it's like I said a couple of times. If Tiff is in the kitchen preparing these things. That makes me want to eat a little bit of everything, but this, a couple of those things are just flat out disgusting. Forgive me, Tiff. Even though they're prepared with your loving hands, so I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass on the caterpillar chips and the uh, and the sheep's head. But I'm I'm gonna be a couple of things. I'm gonna be gorging myself on, and I'm gonna be eating generous portions of everything else. Okay, so even the kiviak, the birds inside of a hollowed out seal. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. No, that that I'm just gonna look at with a very strange look on my face, and I will not be eating that either. Yeah, that's kind of like a temple of doom table that we have here. You know, <laughs> yeah. Where you cut open the seal and then all the birds fall out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. That, that that's out. That plus a, that's a word I can't even remember. So, okay, all right. Well, that that's good. That leaves you with peacock meat, twelfth cake, vegetable and tuna gelatin, goose pie. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I hate to interrupt again. The, the tuna gelatin. I'm not eating that either. Nope. Ah. Oh. Man, you know, I feel like we're whittling this list down, and I, I really created it especially for you, man. You know, I thought no, this no, was... like like everything else, everything else, I'm eating in generous portions, no question about it. Okay, I mean, all right, well, you know, I just really wanted to make you happy in this holiday season. It's, it's mostly for you. No, oh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled, and I'm I'm going to be eating a, a hearty platter of food off of this buffet. Okay, 
Well, that's good. Um, I don't know if you saw that hot dog confection that Keith was making as centerpieces, so we also have those. Yeah, that was the the, uh, centerpiece of the sandwich station, right? That's right. That's right. Yep. I'll be eating hot dogs as well. Those are my favorite sandwiches. So shrimp on a Christmas tree, definitely a win. All right. right, So so you got some good stuff. Oh, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, I'm winning. I'm winning in the food department tonight. Yeah. And I mean... There, there are so many good options here. I'm really, I'm really disappointed you didn't, you know, you're not one of the sheep's head, but hey, man, you know, it's the, it's the holidays. You're the one that has to enjoy it the way you want. I think we have a contingency in our group that we refer to as the eat anything boys. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they will come, come in behind and take care of anything I'm not going to be eating. Well, it's a delicacy. So, well, all right. Well, while we wait for our food to come, why don't we turn back to the band and uh, we'll hear the, the second song that they're going to play for us. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow These guys are great. Okay, right? It's amazing. Yeah. And not, and not a single instrument, completely Acapulco. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's total Copacabana, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> not a single instrument. Next summit. Well, you know, um, another good way to celebrate good Christmas music, Toph, do you, do you, can you think of a good way to celebrate Christmas music? Mm, caroling? That is a good one. Or... A celebration of music through a head-to-head tournament of Christmas pop songs conducted by yes. Bob Haynes of the Creedence Guild. Even better. This style of tournament... Okay, first of all, all these polling styles are very difficult because it takes a lot of That's work on, on the poll conductor. And this is no exception. And I love these head-to-head battles. And so I'm not going to go through it now because it is, it's still in progress. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll release the results of this later. But he... we You know, through the voting of the group, he has put together a bracket and... Um, it includes all of your favorite Christmas pop songs. So outside of your traditional carols, these are pop songs. This poll was made up of something like 45 songs yeah. initially. Yep. That's and right. So I, I just had no idea there were that many terrific Christmas pop songs. I guess I'm not really surprised, but I just didn't, I just didn't realize it. So, so to make the distinction of just pop songs was such a great idea. There's one song on here that I really hate. <laughs> yep. What is it? And, and it's funny because I love this artist. It's Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, really? You hate that one? I hate it, man. I don't know if it was just that I heard it too much or if like the long is just like if, if the version's not good. I don't know what it is, but that one is like nails on a chalkboard. And I love Bruce Springsteen. So I'm not sure why this one is so bad. And that's so hard because because um, you're right. And I didn't know I was a huge Bruce Springsteen fan until I and I'm still not. But I, I saw him. In concert, I may have mentioned this before, when he was touring the album The Rising, and I saw him at the the, the NBA arena here in town. Mm. It was an amazing show, and that's a great album. Well, he is the boss. Don't get it twisted, you know. For sure, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. You know, that name is well earned. So I can't wait to see what happens with this poll. I think it's going to be really interesting. It's fun to vote in. He's already got it all set up, you know. So yep, um, yep. I think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun as as this as this develops through. Well, it, it just just so folks know, it's it's not too late to jump in. It's only been going on for a few days, so just jump in and vote. It's it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Thanks for doing that. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So um, yes, thank you, Bob. Next summit. 
so you know you know really quick man you know, we're we're almost minutes away from christmas so is there uh is there anything you hope that santa puts under the tree for you you know what adam i just finished a home reno so i feel i feel like we've well you can't ask for another one like that's the thing that's, that's not how <laughs> that's not how that works well, there were some other interns in the group who mentioned what they wanted to have under their tree. And I asked everybody what they wanted and something that would fit under the tree. So, again, not another home reno. And uh, I'll quickly scroll through this list uh, and you'll see what, what kind of uh, what, what kind of spirit the uh, the interns are in. So uh, Maddox Campbell wants something small like fancy drinking koozies that his mom gave his siblings last year. He says that he uh, his mom often is, while is a very sweet woman, but has a very poor sense of space as she gives him gifts that he can't carry home with him, like an electric grill. <laughs> like, Mom, can't put that in the old overhead compartment so uh, <laughs> that's awesome yeah bob haynes wants a tiki mug a new podcasting mixer and a new galaxy a new galaxy phone uh tiff franks wants some new curtains casey jones this is a great gift bourbon and an upright base which might be mm. hard to fit under the tree but i'm gonna allow it because griswolds <laughs> right leslie morgan wants a very humble million dollars you know, I think that's for <laughs> <laughs> in cold hard cash. <laughs> Leslie Morgan is a very funny woman, dude. So funny, and I laugh She's almost very every, funny. like every time I see her name or Laura Thompson specifically. Those two, like I light yes. up, yes, like a Christmas Same. tree. <laughs> uh, Corey McCord wants a festival track saw, which I'm super useful. Keith Gala, our MVP, number one in our hearts. He wants some Lego sets. Super reasonable. I love Lego sets. Uh, Carrie McGinnis says she needs a new wallet, but said that puppies will do, which is always appropriate. <laughs> if she can't get a wallet, she wants puppies. Right. Which is the same thing. And not, and not one puppy. Puppies. <laughs> puppies, plural. Right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's why she's our comedy intern. So, yep. Uh, Shannon Martin says she actually already knows what's under her tree. It's money and their net Netflix subscription paid for by the in-laws while she and her husband exchanged trips. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Shannon Martin of Podbean, our hosting service. Yes. Very important. And they're great. By the way, if, if, you're, if you know anybody who's trying to start a podcast, they don't know where to host it, the answer is Podbean. That was a good ad. Perfectly yeah. seamless. Perfectly seamless. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And you, eat your heart out, MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Next summit. Well, let's move on into our, our continuing on. Um, I think that... That was a very Keith-like segue, by the way. It was, it was, because I had a, I had a thought in my mind, and then I said, "I'm going to change that thought." Um, yeah, we're going to go with it. Let's keep it. Let's keep. We'll pay tribute to the MVP with that terrible segue, and turn <laughs> our attention back to the band. They have another song for us. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Love it. Dude, so good, man. Next summit. So, Chris... Yes, sir. Speaking of reindeer games, are you ready for the Christmas quiz? Yes! <laughs> We're bringing it yes! back, baby. Christmas trivia 2019. Did you just ask me if I'm ready for the Christmas quiz? <laughs> are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> you did not ask me that. The question you need to ask is you need to turn away from me and turn towards the quiz and ask, quiz, are you ready for the TOEF? That's what you need to ask. <laughs> That's true. Because who's going to win this year, TOEF? Me, baby. Me. Yes. All right. So I've prepared another 12 questions to honor both the 12 days of Christmas and the 12 days of pop-up filmcast. Yes. Hey, if you're not listening to that, then it doesn't take long to catch up. Go back and listen. That's It's quickly becoming one of my favorite traditions every year for the holidays. The 12 days of pop-up films on the pop-up filmcast. It's fantastic. And you and I are on two episodes. Yeah, we dominated it, bro. I want to thank Keith and Derek for having us on again this year. But that seriously, though, that's a really fun listen for the holidays. And by the way, they're doing something new this season on their show outside the holidays where they're doing shorter episodes in between their normal episodes called The Crooked Pendulum. Those are fantastic. And this year, actually, they're uh, taking donations for the Red Cross. Yeah. Yeah. They so, sure are. Yeah. So they're like, they're basically crushing it right now. Yep. That's correct. So give them a listen. And, uh, and when you do that, you'll know that this part of these 12 questions are a tribute to them. And the total days. There you go. So, now uh, this year I do want to give you three warm-up questions. Okay, so these are just standard questions that I asked last year. Okay, (laughs) to see if you remember. Don't toy with me, man. (laughs) These are three warm-up questions from last year before we get to the real (laughs) twelve questions of Christmas. Okay. 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 This I'm going to start off easy. What were Frosty's last words? You know the answer to this. <laughs> I, I, of course I do. I've known it since I was a child. I'm going to get you kids. That is not the answer, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's not. The, what, it is. It's not. I'm, I'll get you kids. Okay. 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 Sorry. I get. Okay. That's the inference. That's the inference. The answer is <laughs> I'll be back again someday. But what he's really saying is I will get you kids. It's a threat. It's a, th- it's a direct threat to these yes, small children. Yes, he's threatening those children with violence. In the future. <laughs> he's like future the Christmas violence. Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yes, he's going to come ones. back and get them. Yes, I'll be back again someday. I'm going to get you kids, is what he means. <laughs> that might be my favorite Christmas memory ever, buddy. <laughs> okay. Not for those children, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, they're all going to die. Um, okay, so again, review question. What is the biggest selling Christmas single of all time? Oh, it's that Mariah Carey song. Incorrect. Uh, I give up. White Christmas by a oh, classic God. Bing Crosby. Yeah. Uh, I hate you, Bing Crosby. Oh, man. But he loves you, Chris. All right. He does not. This is the harder one from last year's quiz. In what decade did Coca-Cola start using Santa Claus in its <laughs> advertisements? <laughs> I remember this. I remember this question. <laughs> What decade? Uh huh. The 1920s. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, domination. Face Christmas quiz. <laughs> the twelve questions of Christmas are standing before you, ready to be knocked down, my friend. I'm already dominating. Bring them on. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Now I would like to point out that a lot of this is uh, <laughs> Christmas pop trivia because. Some of these holiday traditions get pretty deep, right? And so nobody knows all these countries of origin. So I kind of mainly focused in the pop culture region. But there are some Christmas, like Christmas questions in here. We'll see if you know them. Ready? Are you ready to do this? You're insulting me by asking me that. 
it's it's a hype move man you know it's a hype it's a hyped up thing like you're supposed to be like of course or most definitely or you know something like that I'm, are you i'm gonna dominate bring it on i've been talking <laughs> about this for weeks <laughs> okay here we go buddy question number one okay in the movie a christmas story what is ralphie's little brother's name steve no incorrect the answer is randy uh randy yep names your kids randy all right well you know what we're gonna do what we did last year i'm just gonna go on if you don't get it right we're just moving on so number two okay fine which country started the tradition of putting up a christmas tree denmark incorrect number three what is the highest you're not gonna tell me the correct answer (laughs) nope moving on dang it (laughs) number three what is the highest grossing christmas movie of all time Hint, it's Ooh. not Die Hard. <laughs> okay, we'll deal with that later. Highest gross. Uh, um, it's got Home Alone 1. Home first Home Alone. You got it. Yeah, of course I did. Yes, you did. Okay, number five. Sorry, number four. How do you say Merry Christmas in Spanish? Feliz Navidad. Correct again. Bam! Yep. Okay. Going back to the movie A Christmas Story. What was the name of the neighbor's dogs who ate the Christmas turkey? Dogs, plural. Yes. Stephen Eady. No, it was like the, it's like the last name of the family. Oh, the 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 name of the neighbors. The Johnsons. The Johnsons. Incorrect. All right. <sighs> In the movie The Santa Claus, where Tim Allen plays Santa Claus. What is his character's real name? I'll give you a hint. It has the initials SC. It was Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Incorrect. Hmm. Now, number seven. Three of Santa's reindeer's names begin with the letter D. What are they? <laughs> Dang it. Donner uh-huh. and... And Ditson and and Dudoff. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number eight. Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, no. <laughs> Centers on what real-life department store? <sighs> Macy's. That's correct. Are you serious? 100%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm dominating this again. Dude, you're nailing it, bro. Nailing it. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Thanks. So, number nine. What Christmas carol does the Peanuts gang sing at the end of A Charlie Brown Christmas? Oh. (laughs) I'm so sad I don't know this. (laughs) I mean, surely you know it because you have a Charlie Brown treat. Hark the Herald's angels sing. That is correct. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Domination! <laughs> yeah. You're totally making this Christmas quiz your bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, here's a tough one. This one's a tough one. It's either very tough or very easy, <laughs> depending. Okay? Mm-hmm. How many ghosts are there in A Christmas Carol? That's a trick question. What's the answer? That's a trick question. There's four ghosts. 
That's correct, Tope. <laughs> yes, buddy. You did that one. Don't sound so surprised. I'm not surprised. I knew that you would get it if I gave you enough clues along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm harboring okay. resentment for you right now. Okay, we've got two left. <laughs> Fine, what, bring them. What spirit is traditionally added to butter and served with Christmas pudding? What? What spirit is traditionally added to butter and served with Christmas pudding? Alcohol, spirits. No, I know. Mm, bourbon. Incorrect. <sighs> All right. And the last question of the Christmas quiz. What name is given to small sausages wrapped in bacon, a staple at a British Christmas dinner? Um, I have no idea. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go back through and look at some of these answers. The uh, the first country that started the tradition of Christmas trees, Germany. Uh, the neighbors' dogs who ate the Christmas turkey in a Christmas story, the Bumpuses. Uh, okay. Tim Allen's character in the Santa Claus is named Scott Calvin. So it wasn't Steve Kerr. Nope. Or Steph, Steph Curry. No, not Steph Curry. Close though. Uh, or it wasn't Paul George either. Hate <laughs> you, Paul George. <laughs> I will have satisfaction. Um, okay, the three rain, uh, Santa's reindeer that began with the letter D is Dasher, Dancer, and Donner. Yep. And then the last right. one that the last two that you did not get the spirit that's traditionally added to butter and served with Christmas pudding is brandy. And mm, sure. the last one is the small sausages wrapped in bacon, pigs in a blanket. Oh my gosh! How did I not get pigs in a blanket? I know it's because it's wrapped in bacon that throws you off. If I had said wrapped in pastry, you would have said pigs in a blanket. Oh yeah, I was overthinking it. But remember, this is British, so. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very fond of our of our UK listeners. Me too. I want everyone to know. Uh, I mean, I I love the UK listeners. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, six out of twelve, man. Six out of twelve. Yeah, we, domination. That's what I said. I've been yeah. predicting it for weeks. I stepped up. Bro, you crushed it. I performed. It. You crushed it, especially with the tough ones like Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Four Christmas, <laughs> you know, Four Ghosts, and Macy's. Okay? Yes, I killed this. I killed it just <laughs> like I said I would. <laughs> and and the words that I have typed here, because I knew that you would do it great, is you did great. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement, man. Dude, I know. It was a it was a prompt, you know? It was a prompt. I'm prepared to march into 2020 victorious on on with momentum. Dude, I will give you the flag of victory. You just keep marching forward, sir. Thank you, sir. Get yeah. out of my way. You I've, earned I've it. once again for 2 years in a row dominated the Christmas quiz as promised. Yeah, you you earned it. <clears throat> 2 years in a row you've earned this title and I'm so proud of you, buddy, and you know, uh, I think that the Christmas quiz might be the thing that I look forward to the most all year long. <laughs> I do as well. I agree. Victory! Well, no Christmas party would be complete without some messages from some of our dearly beloved calling in. Darn right. You know, they Darn spread right. some holiday cheer, and uh, I think it's time we heard our first message. All right. Let's do it. What's up, Toph? What's up, Adam? It's your boy, KG. This is how I talk. 
Perfect. Especially around this lovely holiday season. Just want to say happy holidays to everyone. Season's greetings. Merry Christmas. Whatever term you want to use. Pardon me. I've been drinking over here in the corner uh, here at the holiday party. A little extra. <laughs> I know. I brought with myself. Cake. Uh, you know, a little thing of rum chata and coffee on the side for myself here. And, mm, that's his. Well, oh, maybe I started drinking this morning with uh, with, with with donuts <laughs> that were in the break room, and <laughs> I, I don't know. Something tells me that maybe they were they were laced with something too. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, somebody can just make sure that um, yeah, that I find someplace comfortable, lay down uh, before the end of this, and, and don't let anybody draw any. Weird shapes on my face, but uh, Adam, this, this party has been great as always. Just uh, keep it up, boys. Happy holidays! Yeah, don't worry. We've got we've got rolling cots for the extra revelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. We we promise. I was gonna draw. I literally, while he was saying he was gonna pass out, I was already planning on drawing on his face. But then he said, "Don't draw on my yeah. face." Mm-hmm. So now I'm probably just going to let Derek draw on his face. Yeah, no, that'll be that, that's the only one that's fitting. So hey, and Derek, uh, uh, Keith, Merry Christmas, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, yeah, Happy Holidays, and uh, thank you so much for doing so much MVPing again this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> hey, Gravity Beard. This is Christopher DeVos, yes. and this is how I talk. Just wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Decade. Um, it's supposed to be about 78 degrees here on Christmas Day in Florida. So we'll be experiencing a little bit of a cold snap. So hopefully everyone will pray for us. <laughs> and we will see you on the other side of the new year. Keep up the good work and talk to you later. Bye. Chris DeVos, what's up, bro? Good calling, man. Chris DeVos is an incredibly nice person. And uh, if you haven't listened to his show, it's Podcast 42. And, and they, they actually also did a really excellent Christmas episode. So uh, so subscribe to Podcast 42 and, and check out their Christmas episode. So uh, happy holidays, uh, guys, to you, uh, Chris, and everybody over at Podcast 42. Yeah, and thoughts and prayers for the cold snap of 79 degrees in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so sorry. Yeah, thoughts and prayers for sure. You bastard. <laughs> hey guys, it's Erin McKenzie in Atlanta. Just wanted to take a second and wish everyone a Merry Merry Christmas. Hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season and just wanted to let you know I love the podcast and the Gravity Beard Interns page brings a smile to my face all the time. Take care guys. Oh hey. That was so sweet. Yeah, Aaron McKenzie, who was invited to the group by uh, Roxanne, and and they, they know each other from Atlanta. And Adam, I mean, unfortunately, it didn't work out. But the most recent time over Thanksgiving, when I was down in Austin, and I and I got to see you, and you were supposed to come join us for for actually my father in law's birthday party. You weren't able to make it. Yeah, but you but you would have met. Aaron would have met Aaron. Yeah, I yeah. know. You know, she she reached out and I was heartbroken. I'm like, man, how can I be so close and not see you guys? Um, yeah, it was a, it was a crazy day, but man, that's what a, what a sweet call in, and she's awesome in the group anyway. So, yeah, um, she just seems like a really really nice and lovely person. Yes. Well, I I didn't. I mean, I, I met her, but then it took us a while to make the connection. 
she she is a she is a delightful person, and it was it was so nice to get to meet her and spend you know a couple of days, and um, yeah, just really enjoyed that. And, oh. and so th- thanks for being part of the group, and 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 even though Adam wasn't there, we kind of did a little GBI meetup. Oh yeah, oh man, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was it was great. Thanks for calling in, Aaron. And here's our next message. Hi, this is Phil Rude, and this is how I talk. Oh. It's December. I'm out here on the nature trails of Florida looking for the skunk ape <laughs> and thinking in all this peace and beauty and serenity out here, thinking about all the great things in my life, and the Gravity Beard intern program is definitely in there. I just want to tell you all, you're wonderful. You've made my year uh, uh, a really bright spot in, in an otherwise kind of challenging year for me. I love being a part of the Gravity Beard intern program, and I hope you all have a great holiday season. Also, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Oh, man, you were so <laughs> close, Phil. I was, about, I was about to lose my mind with, like, compassion and care and, like, wow and gratitude, and then you f***ing blew it. <laughs> I told you we were going to deal with that later dude. in your face. Oh, dude, I don't know. We, I think there's some pretty strong, compelling evidence this year. No, there there is. As a matter of fact, I provided it. So I know, which I thought was very very good of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, outside well, of that crap, um, Phil Rude, <laughs> what a great call-in, man. And you know, I hope that your 2020 is less challenging and you know, it's successful in every way that you want it to be. And what a great call, man. I really appreciate the comments that you said, and we're very glad to have you in the group. And you know, glad to call you friend. Yeah, it, it means uh, there's there's not adequate words when when someone says that they because we've had other people share those thoughts similar thoughts as well when someone shares those types of thoughts about um, about the Facebook group or about what we do yeah um, that I don't have words adequately to respond to that 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 feels really really good that that people feel that way about what we've created and that they're part of it and and the reason it's so great is because of the people that are involved in what they what they contribute so mm-hmm. uh, and and Phil is one of those people I, I actually for, you know recently over the last few months I've begun to know get to know Phil better and better as, as well as you can you know on social media right, or over the internet right. or whatever uh, I, do, I don't know him well enough to know what's made his 2019 challenging uh, whatever that was man I hope you got through it okay and, and things are turned around and, and you have a better 2020 but I, I want people to know that that Phil is is well above average talented on multiple fronts he, he's an amazing artist and illustrator in fact on on the internet he's known as that illustrator guy so if you need high level graphic artistry if you need any kind of services anywhere around that he was nice enough to to design the logo for uh, the interview show that i'm going to launch after the first of the year it's it's very, it's very humbling when when someone like him with those talents is willing to design a silly logo. But he did it. But but he, but he did it, and he did an amazing job, and he and he he got the vision really fast and nailed it. But also, Phil's just he's just really funny and really smart, and it's been really fun getting to know him. And, and we really appreciate the call in too. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Wow, what a what a what a what a great series of calls we've had so far. Thanks, Phil, for for calling in. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Phil. The words mean a lot. Okay. We have just one more call. Dear God in heaven, let it be. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Tulse, Brother Adam, what's happening, y'all? It's Santa the Bilbis. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oops, I'm sorry. I mean, 
You know what I'm saying? It says it's the Vilbis. Oh, that is amazing. <laughs> Here to bring some holiday cheer, man. <laughs> to the Gravity Beer Podcast, man. I told y'all I was going to freaking call. I feel festive. You understand where I'm coming from? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I wanted to wish everybody at the Gravity Beard family, in the Gravity Beard family, let's, let's get the uh, grammar correctly. <laughs> Correct. I'm I'm screwing up all over the place, all right? You want to know why? Because Santa's been having a sip of the of the Christmas bubbly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right? So listen, want to wish you guys and all the freaking listeners and all the staff and all the freaking uh, uh, interns, all that stuff, all that good stuff. I want to wish y'all Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, all that great stuff. And being Santa the Bilbis, I have a freaking gift for the entire Gravity Beard uh, family. All right. <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, we used to have these these little Christmas balls that we would hang up on the freaking tree. There was always one Christmas ball that played music. No lyrics, just music. And there's one song, my favorite. All right. But it has no lyrics, or at least... There were never any lyrics. I don't know what the freaking lyrics are, alright? <laughs> so, I wrote a little ditty to the melody, alright? Yes. And it's gonna be sung to y'all by none other than, by none other than Tom Jones. Yes! Right? <laughs> a special Christmas ditty by your friend of mine, Mr. Tom Jones. Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs> Tom Jones is bringing some holiday cheer. <laughs> if you don't like gravity, beer, then you know you ain't right. Santa won't bring you presents tonight. I think I better dance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's it, y'all. Happy holidays and enjoy. All right. Santa the Bilbis signing off. Peace. And I'm out of here. 5,000. <laughs> oh my god how does that guy exist on this planet earth dude he is there's just too much of him to like this, this world cannot contain a personality like peter devilbus man that is correct and you want to know something else he's got it down to such a science yeah. That message came in at 12 seconds short of where um, the voicemail automatically cuts you off. Yeah, he's not he's not a stranger to, you know, not being as having his calls traced. I mean, his anonymity is, <laughs> is He is a professional. He's a professional. Dude, I just, you know, when I hear his like fire and enthusiasm, like I just get so happy, you know, just I just get uh, get in a good mood, you know? I'm I'm like I'm excited to hear it. I I just I I freaking love talking to that guy. Yes, yes, Peter. God, what can we say? I mean, thank thank you for calling in, uh, being part of our Christmas messages. But you, you are you are an integral part of the Gravity Beard family, we're, mm-hmm. and we're so glad that, glad that that's true. And uh, yeah, that that was a, another great message. Yeah, Santa De Vilbis, bro. Santa <laughs> De Vilbis. Santa De Vilbis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! One more thing regarding voice messages, we have we do have a handful of other voice messages that have been left since our last staff meeting. Uh, we haven't forgotten. We've heard from a lot of our of our regulars, 
and you know who they are. We just didn't play them on, on this episode because we wanted to keep this focused just specifically on Christmas. But if, if you've called in, sent in any kind of audio uh, since our last meeting, that will get played on our next staff meeting. Next staff meeting. Next yeah. staff meeting. So don't don't miss it. Yeah. So, you know, but I'm sure we may have to remind people of that again because I know that I'm drinking heavily at this Christmas party. So. <laughs> well, we'll send out a memo, right? Right, right. Yeah, that'll be good. We can use the squatlers if we need to. We have a lot of tools at our disposal to make sure that you're informed about our next staff meeting. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, what a great series of messages. And I do want to say on a serious note, um, and, you know, I, I kind of touched on this last year, but I mean it every year, is that I, I know that Christmas is hard for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, you know. Right. And, you know, that could that could range for, you know, anything. And, you know, and, and I want those people to know if, this, if that speaks to you, that I'm sorry that Christmas is a tough time for you because I think that if Christmas is hard for a person that it's in your face, you know, and that it's probably not as, as cheerful as, as I like to think that it is for everyone. But, you know, touching on what you said a minute ago, you know, I want you to know that if you're listening to this and it is a tough time for you and it's family or friends or whatever, we, we consider you our family and our friends. If you need us, we will be that for you. You know, we really just appreciate everybody who's reached out to us and has touched us and has, you know, really, you know, been a part of uh, our community and whatever. So if you need anything, you know, we we are your family and uh, make sure you stay hydrated and take your medicine and eat your food and make you eat your vegetables, just like your family would always tell you. Um, But, you know, in this time of year, you know, I hope that this can provide some holiday cheer and a place that, you know, you feel that you belong and know that you are are cherished and valued here. So I just kind of wanted to end on that little bit of a sincere note, because I think that it's really important. And I think that everybody here matters and they matter to me. Yeah, really well said. I agree with all that. Uh, And I I wouldn't add too much. And and you kind of said it anyways. I would just say that, you know, the Gravity Beard Interns Facebook group, it is a Facebook group, but it has a personal element to it and we do that on purpose mm-hmm. and the people that are in there, we care about them genuinely. And uh, you know, and I, that may sound weird because most of us have never met each other in person. It's because we only know each other maybe through that group or maybe tangentially somehow through podcasting. But I can tell you that Adam and I both feel that we genuinely care about everybody that's in the group. Even if you're just a, a bystander and you don't contribute much, if you're in there, we care about you. And if, if there is anything that two guys that run a Facebook group can do for you, we would do it. We will do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, right. And, and also bring your friends, bring your friends, bring other people to the group because if you're a person and I've, I've felt this a lot of, a lot of my life, I don't fit in a lot of places. Uh, you fit in, in the gravity beard interns. Mm-hmm. That's a place where everybody fits in. That's right. You don't have to be and And also to your point that you said, Adam, Take care of yourself during the holidays. It, it is a tough time for for people for a number of reasons, and so engage in as much self care as you can. Mm. You get plenty of sleep, and you know do all the things that you need to do to take care of yourself. And we hope that this episode was uh, maybe a little bit of an escape, just some fun for you. And we are so grateful for all of you. Yeah, well said, man. I like uh, I, I self care is is the best thing 
that I think a person can do for themselves. I think it's becoming more and more important these days, especially especially at the holidays. So yeah, absolutely. So so we're we're aware of you. Everybody around you is dealing with some stuff. So you, the other thing I would just tack onto that is. Uh, you are not alone. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, you're you're not alone. Mm. Here, here. Well, buddy, I think that this has been an amazing year um, for me. It's been in, it's it's been a, a, such a roller coaster. I can't even describe it. You know, with I mean, I've got a new job now. You know, I was on a completely different trajectory when I started this year after our last holiday party, and you know, I had just gotten a huge project. I was very glad to do it. I finished that project this year to much success. And the next thing I know, I live in Texas <laughs> with a new with a new company that I, I'm working with and a new part of my career that I'm really excited about. I love it. Um, it's it's I couldn't if you had told me that I was going to be here in Texas at this job, I don't think I'd be more surprised. I woke up and my head was sewn to the carpet, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's been an, it's been an insane year, dude. And I can say that it's it's ended well. And uh, I hope I hope yeah. it has for you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if you want to hear uh, hear that documented, we we did an episode called Adam's Austin Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was the very last part of that was when we all met up together in Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can hear me we, not we, respond very well to a, a humongous <laughs> surprise of friendship that was bestowed upon me. <laughs> like a complete a yeah. hole. Well, uh, buddy, I think I need an Uber because I am high, <laughs> I am high in my cups at this point. So um, I would like to bid you a fond farewell. Uh, Merry Christmas and a very, very happy new year. Yeah, same to you, buddy. It's, it's really been great. Thanks, man. All right. Well, if you don't mind, let me just finish up with some brief credits before we go. Please do. The content of these meetings is generated almost entirely by our talented team of interns. If you'd like to contribute to the show, we'd love to have you join the team. Just search Gravity Beard Interns on Facebook. It's where we have very serious conversations about the dumbest things ever. You can call us on the hotline if you like. That number is 321-465-2180. If you enjoy the show, please tell another human about it. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. To find other great shows consistently creating platinum-level content, go right now to podfixnetwork.wordpress.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Our theme song is Walking the Dog. This catchy tune is called Above and Beyond. Both are by Silent Partner and can be found on the YouTube audio library. For my dear friend and co-host, Lord Saunders, I'm your other co-host, Tove. Merry Christmas, everybody. This meeting is adjourned. Merry Christmas. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. Moment of Triumph.